Hey guys, Gordon here. I just want to take a second and thank you for downloading our episode, listening to our episodes, sharing our episodes, tagging us on social media and helping us grow our mission. It means everything to me. And from here uh, to continue growing where we're at, please consider throwing us a small donation just to help grow the mission, support the team, support the infrastructure and continue to build the Permafit name. Thank you all so much. We love you. We'll talk to you soon. What is going on? This is Gordon and welcome to the Permafit Live podcast. Now this podcast and all of this content is for you if you feel like you've tried it all. If you've tried every diet, every meal plan, every shake, every pill under the sun and you still struggle to get that weight off and you still struggle to get into the body of your dreams. That is what we do. That is what we focus on all day, every single day. And in this podcast, you're going to hear nothing but strategies and how we do that every single day. So if you get value out of this, and I know that you will, go over to iTunes, leave us a rating, leave us a review, and make sure you share this with a like-minded friend. All right. With that being said, let's dive right into the show. All right. So what are we talking about today? Um, listen, I just I want to approach this with, with really a question, and that is if you just push everything, fitness and health and training and whatever related out of your mind for a second and just think about the big picture goal that you want, right? Just think about that for one second and just connect to it, right? When you think about that, when you, when you picture that, when you try to identify with it, when you try to visualize it, even though right now you want that thing to happen, you want to achieve that goal, you want to live the lifestyle that caters to having achieved that goal. When you put yourself in that space, even though you want those things, do you secretly, if you just kind of think about it, do you secretly know, quote unquote, know in the back of your mind or believe in the back of your mind that you will never achieve that? Is that something that's going on with you? Do you secretly think that even though you have 40 pounds to lose. And if you could just lose those 40 pounds that you would fit into clothes that you haven't fit into in 18 years, and you would be able to look in the mirror and love what you see, not just because it's a different shape or whatever, but because you look at someone in the mirror now who has achieved something, who has shown up for himself or herself for the first time, maybe ever, and really started to demonstrate what it means to be a higher performer and a higher achiever. Right? Is that something that you, you visualize, you kind of know you want that, but deep down underneath all of it, you secretly do not believe that it's ever going to be possible for you. Is that something that's going on with you right now? And if it is, if you're watching this, let me know in the comments if that's something that's going on with you. If that's something that, that you know you experience. And maybe you weren't even aware that that was something you experienced. Okay. And so the reason that we're really bringing this up is because there is a huge difference between a, a want and a need, right? A want and a need. And what I really wanna try to, to point out for you and, and, and sort of clarify is what makes the difference between a want and a need, okay? And so the way I wanna approach this is, is this, okay? If you are in a situation where this has been a problem 
whatever that is, carrying around extra weight, not being in shape, not being fit, not being, not feeling like you're leading by example to your children or, or really showing up in the, in your relationships and, um, and, and maybe in business or maybe as a parent or whatever, the way that you know, you want to, if, if that's kind of something that's been going on for a long time and you know, you want to achieve this thing, the difference between a want and a need is this a want is sounds like a good idea. Of course I would love that. Of course my life would be better if I was 40 pounds, 50 pounds, 80 pounds lighter. Of course I would love to look in the mirror and love what I see. Of course I want to be able to wear that bathing suit again comfortably and confidently. Right? Those are wants. Okay? Those are wants. And wants oftentimes we're going to get into this in a minute. Wants oftentimes lead to inconsistent sporadic and unrealistic action. Okay. We'll talk about that in a second, but a need is different. Okay. A need is that person being in the exact same situation, having those 40, 50, 60, 80 pounds, whatever it is extra. And not only do they want to experience all those things that I just listed, look in the mirror, love what they see, right? And go to buy clothes and love the fact that they can go anywhere to buy them and put them on. And it's not this big emotional battle to buy them, right? Or this crazy hassle or they get in their car and they put their seatbelt on. They don't want to have to have that uncomfortable jab, that mental jab that, oh, my seatbelt, I hate the way it fits around my belly right now. Like those little things. If you're in that same situation, but you, instead of wanting those things, you have identified that I need those things. Well, that's amazing because that's actually the first sort of step to this process of breaking through that deep down sub-level belief that you'll never get there. Okay. And so there's a few different things we want to, we want to get into here about this. Um, before I do, I would, I just, Scott, I'm curious, man. Um, you know, cause you, for those who don't know, like Scott and I, so we both run this, we both run Permafit and we both have our own, <laughs> our own things going on, our own schedules. Uh, we talk to different clients at different times and sometimes it's together. Sometimes it's, it's separately and same with people in this group and same with people who are listening to this podcast. We all were always having separate conversations. And at the end of the day, we usually do something where we, we kind of come together. We talk about, you know, what, what happened today, who'd we talk to, whatever. And I, I want to hear from you, Scott, how many people do you feel like when you talk to the first time who are struggling in some way, how many people do you feel like out of, let's just say a percentage, right? The percentage of people you talk to, how many of them do you feel like have this, this subtle belief that no matter how bad they, they seem like they want this thing, there's always that constant little belief in the back that, well, I'm probably never going to get there. So whatever, you know, how often do you see that? Yeah. So it's funny because, you know, you talk about wants and needs. Um, I guess I look at it slightly different because someone who only has, you know, I'm throwing out a number 15 pounds to lose. It's not a need in the sense of I'm going to die if I don't lose this 15 pounds, right? Someone who's 200 pounds overweight, 100 pounds overweight, 
you know, very, very different in terms of, you know, there isn't a need in terms of a life or death type of situation if it's not fixed. Someone who's 15 pounds overweight, 10 pounds overweight, 20 pounds overweight, 30 pounds overweight, it's not necessarily a need even at that point still, right? So what's funny is in our world, in, in you know, the, the world of like uh, weight loss, getting into great shape, um, you could pretty much point a finger out of 100 people and 80 of them, maybe 90, want to be in better shape, right? Yeah, that's fair. Extremely common. It's one of the most common things people talk about. The average person, I think I read, like attempts some form of diet of some kind five to six times a year. Um, so it's always an ongoing want. So why don't those people have success? Well, number one, if their strategy sucks or it's impossible to stick with, then they're setting themselves up for failure, which is what most people do. So they do have that going for them. But every time that happens, it stores data in your brain or in your mind that I can't do this. So while I still want to do it, deep down inside me, I don't believe that it's possible. I don't, I, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm skeptical in myself. I don't believe I can do it because I, I don't believe I could, you know, give up X, Y, Z or do whatever the fitness and weight loss industry has told me I need to do. So everyone wants it. Um, I think really the core issue is that the majority of people don't believe it's possible, whether they want to consciously or sub, you know, consciously admit that they might not even, they might not even be aware of it but they don't believe that it's real for them. So they continue to stay in this cycle their whole life of attempting things, trying to eat healthy. Maybe I'll order a salad at dinner. Uh, maybe I'll go on a run or I'll go, you know, pop in, pop on a YouTube video and do some kind of workout. So, you know, they're doing things, but again, it's never gotten them to where they want to be, but because they don't believe it's really possible for them, they'll just kind of stay stuck in that motion forever. So it is, I mean, <laughs> it is so, so common because I would say every single person we ever talk to on the phone will talk about how, how they want this so bad. But oftentimes there's an underlying doubt that they'll ever be able to do it. And what we tell people is, is that Everyone is resistant to change because we have our own false beliefs about what we think is possible for ourselves, what we think we need to do. Um, so it's more comfortable to keep believing that because we really, really, really want to be right. At a core level, we all want to be right. And oftentimes we'd rather be right that it won't work for us because of those beliefs. So people stay stuck in this cycle for years. I mean, literally, it's they'll, they'll spend the rest of their lives, you know, at, attempting things, never really getting anywhere. Yet they always want it. I mean, you go, like I said, any dinner conversation, anywhere you go, watching people eat or how they order at a restaurant, like you know, it's it's it's. I mean, it's probably one of the most common things. You know, people want more money, people want better relationships, people want to get in a better body, right? Everyone wants those things. So, but people, you know, when it comes to this stuff, obviously we're just talking weight loss, fitness, getting into great shape, staying there, that everyone wants it, but deep down underneath it all, they don't believe it's possible. So they don't really do mm. what's necessary to make it happen. Yep. yep. Yeah. 
Yeah. Yep. You're right. So, I mean, look, there's the data is the data. Okay. 70% of, we'll just use the U S okay. 70% of the U S is overweight. That's statistics. All right. And 40% of the U S is obese as those numbers don't lie. Okay. Now I'm going to completely remove this, um, this like body positivity sort of thing from this conversation because a, I'll be totally honest with you. I don't believe in it. Um, if you've ever been obese to think that you can be obese and be happy and like love the fact that you're obese is, uh, it's really just lying to yourself. And I know cause I've lived it. Okay. It sucks. That's and Gordon. Let me just want to comment on that real quick. We use what's called softeners to get through life. Hmm. Softeners are essentially, ways to make us feel better about situations we don't like. We'll often point to other people. Like if I have 40 pounds to lose, I'll point to Mary who has 60. Yeah. You know, so we'll always, we soften things by kind of kicking the can or pointing to someone else or looking for other things that we don't have to deal with it. And I, I agree with you, Gordon, that a lot of times, look, you should, you should never hate yourself. And if that movement gets people to love themselves more by far, that's better than hating yourself. But you know, that, that, like that is in and of itself a softener. It's not wanting to deal with what's really going on. So you'll say, you know, hey, I'm all about body positivity. I'm all about X, Y, Z. Um, but really, if you're honest with yourself, you're really not. It's a softener you use so that you can kind of get through the day and not be so hard on yourself. Right. Yeah. And look, guys, if, if you're if you're in the situation where you you're convincing yourself every day, and you have to fight to convince yourself that things aren't that bad. That is a prime example of what we're talking about. This is, it shouldn't have to be a battle, right? You shouldn't wake up in the morning, look at yourself in the mirror, see what you see, immediately be emotionally distraught over it, and then have to argue with yourself internally and have a dialogue with yourself and convince yourself that things aren't that bad or whatever. Like that is not healthy. I need you to understand that. If that's the situation, that is not healthy. Okay. And there's a very different level of energy that is going to surround you day in and day out through your entire life. If you show up in the morning, you see yourself in the mirror and you don't have to convince yourself you truly do love the way you look and feel and what you see. Okay. That will literally change every moment of that day going forward. The mental energy and the dialogue that you have inside your head every single second of that day is going to be different. It's going to have a different vibration altogether, which by the way, we, it's, it's studies have shown like we have anywhere from, it's a pretty broad range, but we have tens of thousands up to about 60,000 uh, conversations with ourselves in our head every single day. Okay. And it's usually, it's the, the, <laughs> the connection looks like this. It's a thought. And then some sort of rationale as to whether or not that's good or bad or true or not or whatever. And then that's a, that's considered a conversation in our head. It's like a thought and then some sort of logical response and an emotional response. And then it's over. We have like up to 60,000 of those every single day. The majority of them are negative. Okay. The majority of them are negative. So think about this. If you look in the mirror and you love and what you see and you love the way you feel and you love the way you look, physically, emotionally, mentally, that's going to change all of those internal conversations the rest of the day, which is amazing, right? So back to my point, though, it's one thing to, to like Scott said, to, to be 
to, to not be self-hating as much, okay? That's not really what we're talking about. The, the thing we are talking about is if you are trying to convince yourself every day that you are okay with yourself being 40 pounds overweight, 30 pounds overweight, whatever it is, even one pound overweight, the weight's not really, it's not really relevant. I shouldn't be even be using that, but you're not in the body that you love, okay? If you have to convince yourself of that, then you're, you're going to constantly be fighting this uphill battle, okay? You're going to be constantly fighting this uphill battle. And not only are you going to be let down because day after day because you're not physically where you want to be, but you're going to be let down every single day emotionally and mentally because you're not where you want to be, okay? So there's a physical side effect here as well as an emotional and mental side effect. Now, I mean, I'm just curious for you guys, what do you think is going to be more detrimental to your health and your fitness going forward? Do you think it's that physical response? Or do you think it's that emotional and mental response? Take a second there, but you know, I'll just answer it. It's, it's, it's 1000% the emotional and the mental response. Okay. 1000%, 1 million percent. Okay. And, and, and here's, here's kind of what happens with that. Okay. If, if you are, think about this, when you're motivated to do something, what do you do? You do the thing, right? When you're internally driven to do something, you show up and you do the thing and maybe you do it enthusiastically or whatever, but you bring energy to it and you push through. And a lot of times, whatever it is, like you, you do the thing, you achieve the result, you get the, the you know, the outcome, right? What happens when you're not motivated, when you're not enthusiastic, when you're not excited, what happens? Most of the time, you don't do it. You don't follow through. You make up a reason. You make up an excuse. You find, you find some sort of reason to either delay it, kick the can down the road, or prioritize something else in front of it that ends up like eating up all your free time or whatever. So you don't actually do the thing, right? This is a, pro- a lot of people do this with workouts. A lot of people do this with workouts. They don't have time to work out, right? Quote unquote. So they, because they're not internally motivated to do it that day. And because they're not internally motivated to do it that day, they don't do it. They make up reasons why they can't, right? You ever done that before? Um, I know I've done it before in the past. Scott, I know you've done it, man. Everyone's done it, right? So that's just one example though, okay? So what I wanna do here is, because I want, it, I want it to be really clear here, guys, the difference between a want and a need here, a want and a need. Everyone wants this, like Scott said. 80, 90% of people at any given moment on any given day want to change their body in some way. They want more, more muscle mass. They want to lose weight. They want to, you know, they don't have six pack right now. They want to get that six pack. That's a change, right? They want something different. Okay. A need. And by the way, as promised, I'm going to go into what happens when people want things, but needs when it's a, when it's a need, the same thing applies. They need to make that change. Okay. So the same thing applies, except it's just deeper. It's deeper. And the, it's no longer just a desire to do something. It's a, it's like a need. It's an actual need. It's a, I will uplift my entire life to make that happen need. Okay. That's the difference, right? And you may not be in a situation right this moment where you need to make this change, but that could be because you're not thinking about it the right way, or it hasn't hit you hard enough yet. Okay. So 
let's talk a little bit about what happens when people want this result, okay? So when people want this, and I'm sure this is gonna speak volumes to a lot of people here, as well as you, Scott, and like everything here that we teach, you know, I've been down this road myself, so I personally have tried a lot of this stuff, but when you're in this state of want, where it's it's kind of like a really nice sounding, nice to have kind of thing, but you haven't hit that need point yet, that's where you'll typically jump from whatever the latest trend is to the next latest trend, to the next latest trend, to the next latest trend. That's usually that person, okay? They're going from the cheap uh, shakes. They're going like pills, right? They'll go buy whatever the hottest pill is. Uh, they will go to YouTube and type in 2020 workout <laughs> and whatever, right? And they'll just get the latest thing, right? There's nothing wrong with this mentality, except, and I'll, obviously it doesn't deliver results. So there is that part of it. It's obviously not, you know, not <laughs> worthwhile, but um, there's, there's nothing wrong with it. Meaning it's not, it doesn't make you like, you know, bad or, or ignorant or whatever. All it really means is that you're not, you kind of want to do something. You don't really know what it is you really want. You haven't thought enough about your goal yet. You haven't thought enough about how much it's actually going to change your life when you do this. All you're thinking about is kind of like these wants, right? All these kind of like wants. And um, so beyond that too, you know, the, the one of the things I'm hearing a lot about lately is going and getting um, getting shots, okay? So people are going and getting these shots from their doctors. Um, at the end of the day, guys, all these things are all cheap and they're all intended to give you the, 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 almost like the belief that it's going to be fast, right? If you're in a want state, this is the punchline. If you're in a want state, you are immediately going to go down this path of quick and fast. How can I get the results the quickest, the fastest, and also the cheapest quick, fast, and cheap, right? If you're in this state where you're just constantly going through quick and fast and cheap stuff, take a second, be introspective here. You know, if you've burned through eight or 10 or 12 different things and none of them have worked and they've all been cheap, fast, quick things, what do you think is really going on there? Do you think the next one, we call these band-aid solutions, by the way, because they don't actually stop the bleeding or heal anything. They just slow it down, right? And that's exactly what's going on. It slows down your pain of not being in the body that you love. It makes you feel like you're moving in the right direction, but at the end of the day, you don't actually really get there. So think about what the common thread is between all these things besides you. Think about what's common about all of them. They're designed to be <laughs> shown to you as something that's quick, fast, and obviously super, super, super duper cheap. You know, seven bucks, change your life. Think about that for a second, guys. How much accountability and strategy and support do you think you're going to get from like a $7 app? Do you think that app is actually going to trend? This is an honest question, by the way. Like, I'd love to see some answers in the comments. Do you honestly think that subscribing to a $7 app is going to transform your body and your health and your mindset around all of this and really transform your life? Because I truly believe that some people believe that the answer to that is yes. And I would love to have that conversation because I know what I know based on the clients that I've coached over the last decade. 
and I don't see how it's really possible. Okay. Maybe you get the outlier here and there that just has crazy diligent work ethic and is a kind of robotic by nature and they can kind of do it. But for the rest of us humans, man, really just need more. <laughs> okay. You just need more. Um, so that's the person that has that want mentality, right? This need mentality is different. Okay. The need mentality. And by the way, some of the actions performed by the, the people who are in that need state are also not great. Okay. But they are serious and significant and they do have a result that comes with them. So when you're in that need state, a lot of times that's when people will make the decision to go forward with a surgery, right? They'll say, all right, you know what? I've tried 25 different bullshit diets. None of them worked. Throwing my arms up, just cut me open and give me a gastric sleeve or whatever it is. Just make it happen, right? And look, I get it. I get it, right? But that is also a function of throwing in the towel in a way, right? But that's what happens. It's, it's an extreme measure, right? I think we can all agree that going under the knife for fat loss is an extreme measure, right? But this is also the need mentality is also when people decide to, maybe they don't want to go that surgery route because of whatever complications and all the stuff that happens after you get that surgery, which is not that fun, by the way, guys. Um, and that they will go and they will, they will say, you know what? I'm done screwing around. I'm ready to make a change. I'm going to find that person to actually get me from where I'm at to where I want to go. And I will do what I need to do. I will listen to that person. I will follow their advice. I will do whatever they tell me to do basically. And I will be open to learning why all this stuff is happening so that I can maintain this for the rest of my life. And I don't have to do this anymore. Okay. That's a need mentality. That's a need mentality. You guys understand the difference. Like the, the want is like, okay, I just want a cheapest thing. Hey, pick that up when you're out today, you know, whatever. <laughs> I just want the cheapest thing you got. Cause I really want to lose, you know, three pounds, but you don't really care at the end of the day. Like it's kind of a super duper low level, nice to have thing. Right. But when you're in a need state and this has been something that you think about and you know, you think about constantly throughout the day, every time you see your reflection, oh, I need to lose weight. Every time you go to pick up something off the floor, oh, this didn't used to be so hard, right? It didn't used to be so hard to tie my shoes, man. I don't, I don't have any energy to go outside and like play tag with you right now. You know, um, I just talked to someone the other day that, is it used to be a ski coach and she can't do that anymore physically can't do that anymore she cannot that's the thing she loves the most brought her to tears thing that she loves the most and she can't do it anymore she cannot be a ski coach anymore can't, can't ski with her kids um that's when you start to make that that changeover that crossover into you know what this is a this is bigger than me this is bigger than me just wanting to like look great you know, this is something bigger than that. And that's that. And, and it's, and it's, it's something more than just like, what's it going to be like over the next two months, three months? Like that's when you start to think about five years, eight years, 10, 12, 20 years from now, where am I going to be? Am I confident that doing what I'm doing now and, and using the latest, you know, 
freaking shake subscription that I just bought. Is that something I can really sustain for the next 17 years? Right? Because those things don't have an end to them, by the way, guys. Those short-term quick fix things, those are, they might, they might be marketed as a 21-day this or that or a 60-day thing. Just understand that you don't actually get to come off those things. You don't get to stop that. If you stop that, guess what happens? Every single time, you go right back to where you started. So unless you're willing to commit to that for the rest of your life, that diet, that pill, that shot, that shake subscription, whatever other bullshit thing it is, unless you're willing to commit to that for the rest of your life, there is no end to it. Okay? So just really understand that. Okay? Now there is a way through this. So you guys know there is a way where you don't have to do any of that. Okay? You don't have to take pills. You don't have to take shakes. You don't have to do all this stuff. Diets, cut out carbs, cut out sugar, cut out all the foods you love, cut out alcohol. You don't have to do any of that. Okay. But what you do need to do, if you want to actually enter that world where you can sustain this for the long term, is you need to switch your mindset from no longer just a, this is a nice to have type of thing to, I need to make this change. Okay. Because this kind of has to be a need, right? Yeah, <laughs> things don't happen by accident. You don't transform your life by accident. You don't transform your life out of, you know, five minute, like little convenient time. Like, no, you transform your life through deliberate action and education and intention, right? And then obviously the tactical pieces that come with that strategy, accountability, follow through, things like that. So I know this is kind of wordy, but this is it, guys. You really got to switch from that want mentality to that need mentality. Because when, when you understand that this is a need for you, and it's no longer about just you, this could be about your kids at this point, this could be about your, your spouse, this could be about your future relationships, this could be about your, your business, okay? This could be about so many other things. This could be maybe your parents have a history, I hear this all the time too, of, of some sort of chronic disease because of their lifestyle and you don't want to go down that same road. You don't want to be popping pills, standing in line at the pharmacy when you're 63, like your dad is, and you know there's a shot at you being able to avoid that by just following through now and doing the right things now. Like when you get into that mindset, all of this disbelief about, well, maybe I'll do it, but I'll probably never be able to achieve it, all that shit goes away and this really starts to become reality. Okay, so, um, you know, before we kind of ramp this down, Scott, I, I, I want to know your thoughts on this, man. You know, how, I guess, <laughs> when you see someone switch over from that want mentality to the need mentality, so I know, like, I can hear it in their voice, I can see it in their eyes, like, I can, it's a totally different thing. It's like watching someone have an aha moment, right? That, and when you, when you see that happens, like, what are, what are some of the things you, you, you I find that's different in the way that they articulate things and the way that they show up. Yeah, no, I mean, so whenever we're, I'll just speak for myself, whenever I'm on, on a call with someone like a prospective client who wants to find out more and talk, we're talking about their situation. I look for three things and we turn away half the people we talk to because they're just not there. Right. And what I mean by that is that there's three traits we, th we think are imperative. Like there's no way around it. If you don't have these three traits, 
it's not going to happen. And it doesn't matter if you've had these three traits in the past. It really matters that you're willing to have them moving forward. And the first one is commitment. And what I mean by commitment is that whether you have seven pounds that are driving you nuts or 170 pounds, the number doesn't really matter. Like we don't really care about the number. What matters is that you've hit a place in your life where you're done doing it. You just don't want to do it anymore. And you'll know if you're there because some people are still convinced that another YouTube workout or pill subscription or, or, or fat burning pill or keto pills, they, they still think that stuff might work for them. So we always tell people, if you still really think that that's the answer, then you got to keep experimenting with that until you're at the place where you know it's not the answer, just like we know it's not the answer. So the commitment comes from the stomach. Again, it doesn't need to be a large amount of weight that needs to be lost because, you know, you'll see that the number isn't that important. It matters like what you end up looking and feeling like. But you got to get that place where you're just done. You don't want to do it anymore. You're sick and tired of being overweight. You're sick and tired of looking in the mirror and hating the way you look. You're sick and tired of being a fraction of who you used to be or who you want to be. And you're not getting any younger and you're done. You don't want to kick the can anymore. You're done. So that's number one. If you're not there yet and you're still searching for the latest like fitness app or diet or pill, then, you know, until you change your mindset and your perspective around this thing, these, this thing, it's not going to happen. You can keep experimenting because you're not there yet. But the faster you can get to that place where you realize that that's never going to do it, um, then you're going to stay stuck. It's just the reality. We see this over and over and over and over and over again. People and, and, and literally people spend their lives, uh, you know, spinning their wheels for eternity. And it's a horrible way to live. But people will do it. So number yeah. one is that they show up. I'm sorry, you say go. Yeah. So that thing right there, that last piece, like that's the point where we're totally comfortable saying, you know what? This isn't a good fit. Sorry. I just don't think you're a good fit. And I'd rather, I'd rather let you down now, right? Than later. Because, <laughs> you know, I'm totally comfortable hanging up with someone on the phone who's ready, credit card in hand. And I'm like, look, you know what? I know you want to buy something, <laughs> but I'm not 1000% I can, I can help you. No, one thousand percent convinced I can help you if you're in this like quick fix mentality. So, anyways, I just want to chime in with that because that's that's huge, right. Guys. Yeah, because here's here's the newsflash, guys, too, and this turns some people away. But here's the reality: if you want to do this right and get into a body you love, that's not about losing weight. That's about building muscle and losing body fat. It's very different than trying to drop forty pounds in a month on some you know deprivation diet. I can promise you, if you lose 40 pounds fast, you are not going to be happy with what it looks like. So you're really only talking a pound or two a week. That's the reality. That's the reality. So you have to be committed to, to like doing this once and doing it for good. So that's committed. Number two is coachable. That's huge too, because again, the people who are just looking for the latest, you know, hey, you know, show me what workout I should do today. And like, that's all they care about or, or, um, you know, they just, they, they're not, they don't want to learn how this all really works. They don't really care. They just, you know, they want this again, quick fix, quick fix. Give me a pill. Give me a pill. Never going to work. They have to show up coachable because if we just tell you what to do, you might have some short-term success. Is it going to be permanent? Probably not. And we're in our company's permafit. So that's, <laughs> that's all we care about is that it's permanent. 
So in order for it to be permanent, we have to teach you how to fish. We have to teach you how everything works. Training at your age, how food really works, because any kind of diet's never going to work long term. And also how your mind works. That's the big factor that no one really realizes how it plays such a big part in this. So you have to show up and be at the place where you're willing to learn. And the third one is resourcefulness. And what I mean by resourcefulness is as human beings, you know, we all have finite resources. It's time, money, and energy are the big three. And we all, we all are busy. We all have bills and we're all tired, right? We all have limitations. It doesn't matter though. If you truly truly want to solve this, people can find the time, people can find the money, people can find the energy. That's what resourcefulness is. Doesn't mean you have an abundance of time, doesn't mean you have an abundance of money, doesn't mean you have an abundance of energy. It means that you're resourceful and that it's that important to you. So when someone's at that place, they're ready for a permanent solution right? Someone who just thinks that all they need is the latest workout or the latest shake or the latest pill or what diet they should go on. You're barking up the wrong tree. It's the same. You think about like Gordon said, did some, do some introspection. Like you've been doing this for years. It hasn't worked. Why is it going to work now? Why is the latest diet? I Now I see these gadgets. I get, I see these on Facebook all the time. Like wear this watch, um, you know, put this on, it'll speed up your metabolism, do the, like these like devices. I mean, come on, it's gimmick after gimmick after gimmick. And, and it's a multi, multi, multi-billion dollar industry predicated on gimmicks and short-term band-aids and fixes. So again, you could continue to chase that stuff. It's just, you're going to continue to chase that stuff. That's the pattern that you're in. That's the pattern you'll stay in. But for those that are like, I don't want to do that anymore. I, I've done enough of that. I've done 20 of those things, 30 of those things. Maybe only you did five of them and you realize like, you know, I'm seeing a pattern here that this isn't going to work. Like that's who we work with. We work with those people who are done with that stuff. They just want to, they just want to fix it once and for all. And again, some people have a very hard time believing that's even possible. And I totally can appreciate that. But that's because you only know what you know right now. You only know what your own limiting beliefs around this stuff is. And that's not a knock on anyone. I'm saying that as human beings, we all have limiting beliefs and they're all based on our past experiences. So if you've tried 3 million things that haven't worked and you're, you know, keep seeing ad after ad after ad about, you know, seven days to, to a seven pack or, 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 you know, whatever else, you know, you think all of this stuff is bullshit and you think nothing will work for you. And that is the beliefs you're going to carry into anything you do. So what we found is when 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 people take courageous action and make a decision to truly solve it, as long as they show up committed, coachable and resourceful, they get what they're looking for. They get what they're looking for. So, you know, what's funny about that is uh, one of our one of our clients, um, his name's Tom. (laughs) I remember talking to him a few months ago on the phone and he got on the phone and he was ready to fight, man. He was ready to fight. It wasn't, I was just trying to find out if this was even a good fit for him and he was ready to go. And he was like, look, I've tried this thing and this thing and that thing and this thing. And it's all bullshit. None of it works. The fitness industry's a big giant scam. And he was just going. And I, dude, I totally, totally felt his pain. hundred percent. Right. Here's what I ended up telling him. I just, 
I just so you guys know, like I stopped them and I said, look, do you understand how nutrition works? And the response was kind of like loud and like, yeah, well, you know, throwing out some buzzwords. And I was like, no, 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 hold on. Do you understand how nutrition works? When you consume a gram of protein, what happens in your body? What's really going on? When you activate your muscle spindles and your Golgi tendon organs and your muscles, what actually happens with your central nervous system? How are you actually changing your composition? At the end of the day, obviously, he didn't know, right? And that's what the difference is. When you approach this with the understanding of science, you also understand immediately that all of that quick fix stuff is not real. It's not real. You understand? It's not real. It's impossible. Okay. <laughs> it's impossible. Um, so guys, I hope this makes sense. Right. And, and I hope that you understand now that like, not just the difference between a want and a need mindset, but also the actions and the patterns of people who are in both of those states. So even if you aren't sure whether you're like this or that, or want or need, or you're not, you know, that, that's confusing to you or whatever, just look at your action history and your results and, and look at, you know, basically what have you been doing and what is the result that you've gotten from it? Right. And that'll very quickly just spell it out for you. So listen, if this is something you're struggling with, okay, whether you're in that need camp and you know that this is becoming something bigger than that, this is, be, you know, that those patterns are there, you know, that you need to be in that need side, you know, that you need to take action in some way that's bigger than just a quick fix thing. Or maybe you're already in that need camp and you're just, you're just, or you're, you're, you're done. Like you're done. Like Scott says, you're just done, fed up, you're ready to make that change. The best thing you can do now is have a conversation with us. Okay. And you can do this. I did put a link in the comments here. Um, but for those who are listening on the podcast, the best place to do this is permafitforlife.com forward slash call. Super simple. I'll put that in the show notes. Uh, if you guys are watching this on Facebook, you'll see that the link I put in there is a little bit different, but just click on that. It'll take you right there. Let's have that conversation. By the way, this conversation is not a, let's get on the phone and let's get crazy with sales pitches. No, no, no. This is a, let's find out if this is even a good fit for you. Let's find out what your goal actually is. Where are your struggles? What have you tried? What is your history? Okay. Because none of this stuff is one size fits all. Okay. And like I've said before, it would be highly irresponsible and quite frankly, unethical of me to tell you right now that it's a great fit without having that conversation and making a determination from there, from hearing all of that stuff. Okay. So again, if you guys want to do that, you want to have that conversation, which I promise you will be the, the best 45 or so minutes that you spent on your health and fitness. I can promise you that. Uh, to do that, just head over to permafitforlife.com forward slash call. And uh, all right, guys, that's going to do it for us. Hope you have an amazing rest of your Thursday and uh, we'll see you guys in the next one. All right. Thanks, guys. Yeah.